Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Uh, Total Wealth Academy is a mentoring program for people who want to build wealth with real estate. We teach people how to build a second stream of income with real estate, this second stream of income. At the beginning, supplements your job income, your earned income eventually matches and then eventually replaces your job income. And most people do keep their jobs so they have two streams of income. It's an incredibly high quality of lifestyle. If you're making, say, eight grand a month at your job and you're making 16 grand a month on your second stream of income, um, what is that, 24 grand a, a month, this is an incredibly high quality of lifestyle. You're not rich. But, oh my goodness, the quality of lifestyle is insane when you build a second stream of income, unlike the strategy most people are using, which is to try and scrimp and save their way to retirement using IRAs and 401ks. And I want to talk about uh, why the IRAs and 401ks do not save you taxes unless you fail financially. They they just don't save you taxes unless you fail financially. You have to retire with low income for an IRA or 401k to save you taxes. Now I want you to think deeply about this question. How many of you have the goal, this is your goal, you're pumped up, you've written it down, you got it taped to your mirror so you see it every morning when you shave or you brush your hair, and that note says, I want to retire with low income. That's your goal. I'm not sure if anybody is answering yes to that. In fact, I'd be willing to bet a large sum of money that nobody answered yes to that. Nobody wants to retire with low income. That's not your goal. Yet the only way an IRA or 401k saves you taxes is if you retire with low income. So let's first look at the numbers. You're only allowed to put um, $6,000 a year into your IRA, $20,500 a year into your 401 and somehow people think they're going to save $6,000 a year for 45 years and retire on that. Um, let's do the math here. Six times 45. <laughs> That's $270,000. Does anybody think they're going to retire on $270,000? You're not. Your women are living 18.5 years in retirement, so take $270,000 divided by 
that's about $14,000 a year, a little over $1,000 a month. So not only does the IRA not save you taxes, they don't allow you to put enough money into it to save up enough to retire anyway. And some of you are going to argue, but wait a second, do the math on the 401, 20,500 times 45 years, that's 922,500, yeah, 922,500 divided by 18.5, that gives you about 50 grand a year. Do you think that you'll be able to survive on 50 grand a year 20 years from now? You won't. You will not. Not to mention, you've got to pay the taxes. See, I, to my argument that everybody has a low financial, the, the average American has an extremely low financial IQ is proven out by the fact that people don't realize that when they retire and they pull that money out of the IRA, they got to pay taxes on it. So you pull $50,000 out and you're in a 15% tax bracket. I assume that's 15 or 18. It's probably 18. So you got to take 18% of that Give it to Uncle Sam, leaving you 82%. So you're really only left with $40,000 divided by 12 months. It's about 3400 bucks a month. And you got 3400 bucks a month. And these are the supposed golden years, right? This is when you're going to be traveling and going to Greece and going on cruises. Who's going on a cruise with $3,400 a month? Nobody. So the IRA and the 401k are really epic fails for the American public. Let's look at what I mean from a different point of view. What if you put... $20,000 and you put it in some investments we'll just say the stock market which averages 7.5% and you end up with $3 million at the end of your 45 years of work and you say well I'm 70, I'm 65, I'm 70, whatever. I think I'm going to live 30 more years. So I'm going to take $100,000 of that $3 million out each year. Well, when you were working, you were making 100 grand a year. When you were working, you were in the 22% tax bracket. When you retire, you start taking your money out of your 401k and you take 100 grand a year. What tax bracket are you in? 
22%. The same tax bracket you were in when you were working. That 401k didn't save you any money. You're in the same tax bracket. So if you succeed with a 401k and boom, you, you save up three million bucks, which is about what it requires to retire in the United States with a quality lifestyle, that is. You're in the same tax bracket. You saved nothing, but you lost control of that money for 45 years. Every one of you should stop contributing to your IRAs and 401ks today, with one exception. If your company matches, giving you a 100% rate of return, contribute that much to your 401k and not a dime more. If they will, if you make 100 grand a year and they'll match up to 6%, then put 6,000 in, they'll match it with 6,000, 100% rate of return, I'm okay with that. But do not put any more money in your IRA or 401k. It is not saving you taxes. We'll talk more about this after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and I hope that I'm not coming off too negative. Um, it just, it's an infuriating situation because you know, I think it was 1974 is kind of when pensions started to disappear and the IRA and the 401k came into play. And what they did is they said, look, no more pensions or very few pensions. Um, you're now responsible for your own retirement. We're going to create these accounts, tax deferred, and see what people think is IRAs and 401ks are tax-free. No, they're tax-deferred. They just defer the taxes to later on. You still have to pay them. But they didn't add any classes to high school on how to build wealth. In other words, they said, look, you're now in charge of building wealth. But by the way, we're not going to teach you how to do it. You got to learn it on your own. And that's okay, but they should tell people that. (laughs) There should be a little note that goes home with every ninth grader that says, We are not going to teach your kids about money and building wealth. 
That's on you. But the problem we discuss quite often here on the show is they're going home to parents who also were never trained on how to build wealth. And those parents are trying to teach their kids how to build wealth when they've never done it themselves. So it's a very, it's a vicious circle or cycle where the blind are leading the blind. You know, I I bring up the, the joke, you know, that point, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And it implies, you know, the rich are doing something to hold down the poor and the middle class, which they're not. They could care less, couldn't care less, I should say. It's the fact that the rich pass on beliefs about money that got them rich. Whereas the poor and middle class are passing on beliefs about money that are keeping them poor and middle class. Talked to an individual the other day, has about a hundred grand. He's going to buy a motorcycle. He's not going to invest it. He's going to go buy a motorcycle. I think the thing is 35 grand Ducati of some type. Beautiful bike. He'll blow the other 70 grand, probably taking vacations, things like that, because that's what the poor and middle class do. The poor and middle class buy toys first, houses, cars, motorcycles, watches, and then they say, I'm going to save up to buy investments. But the problem is, because they bought all those toys on credit, there is no money left at the end of the month to save for investments. See, the rich teach their kids to buy income-producing assets first, toys second. And what do you pay for the toys with? The income from your investments, not your job income. Rich people don't use their job income to pay for beach houses, Ferraris, Ducatis. They don't. It's their investment income that pays for that. The poor and the middle class, they use their earned income to buy those toys. And it is destroying their lives. I know I did it. I know exactly what this is. I did it myself. So don't tell me <laughs> this isn't true. I've lived it. Um, and I, like I said, I, you know, I told this story a couple of months ago. Guy gets a bonus, hundred grand, and a seventy thousand year raise. He immediately goes out and buy a beach, buys a beach house. The raise was, let me do the math, 70, doggone it, $70,000 divided by 12 is $5,800 a month minus taxes, probably 4500 He went out and bought a beach house that cost him 6500 bucks a month. He got a $4,500 a month raise 
and went and bought a beach house that cost him $6,500 a month. He blew the hundred grand taking a bunch of his family members to Disney World. You can say, oh, that's sweet. No, it was egotistical. It was arrogant. It was stupid. The guy has no passive income. He blew the $100,000, so he has no savings. This is the middle class mentality. See, it's the middle class holding down the middle class, not the rich. The, the rich are too busy driving their Ferraris to the golf club to try to hold the poor and middle class down. They're just not even thinking about the poor and middle class. They're enjoying their life. The poor and the middle class are passing on low IQ, financial IQ ideas and strategies. The rich are passing on rich financial IQs and rich strategies. And I can tell you this, their strategies don't include IRAs and 401ks. They don't. So, again, my suggestion, keep your doggone money. Pay the tax. Do not put it in an IRA. Do not put it in a 401k. And start buying income-producing assets like real estate. And what I'm going to try to do, if I can get this file open, and I'm having trouble opening it, I'm going to share with you what you should do, you know, you put 6000 a year into your IRA, you put 20000 in your 401 if, you're, if you guys are maxing those out. So that's about 26000 a year. If you kept that money, you'd have about twenty. i I'm going to argue you, sh- you should keep that money. <laughs> and I'm going to show you how... Real estate snowballs, real estate cash flow snowballs, allowing you to buy real estate faster and faster and faster and faster. The more real estate that you buy, the more you can buy. See, a lot of people have a fear that if they go out and buy a bunch of real estate, it'll get slower and the banks won't want to loan to them because they've already got a bunch of... uh, uh, loans or whatever you want to call it, but in reality, the more real estate you buy, the more capable you've proven yourself to be, these banks are loaning, are going to lean over backwards to loan you more money. In fact, I get calls from these big mortgage companies and they're like, are you working on anything? Are you buying anything this year? I've <laughs> This one really cracked me up. I actually had one of my mortgage companies email me an apartment complex for sale. <laughs> Here, buy this. We'll finance it for you. So it gets easier the more real estate that you buy. But let's, instead of contributing about 1000 a month 
to IRAs and 401ks, let's keep that $1,000 and let's save it. And I'm going to make an assumption. We're going to buy a $200,000 ARV after repaired value homes. Our all-in is going to be about 170. That includes the purchase price, the rehab, and the closing costs. 170. That deal is $20,000 down using a bridge loan or hard money loan. If I'm saving $1,000 a month, it literally takes me 20 months, almost two years, to save up enough money to buy my first house. However, at the end of 10 years, if you follow what I'm about to show you, you're going to have $12,000 a month in positive cash flow and millions of dollars in equity. We'll talk about that when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're, uh, again, working on our financial IQ if you're just tuning in. Right now, we're talking about what you should do instead of wasting your time and effort using IRAs and 401ks, which only save you money if you fail financially and retire with low income. So... We're talking about the snowball effect of investing in real estate. And I'm talking about someone who's, you know, not in a great position, but they're at least living within their means and they're able to save $1,000 a month. It'll take them 20 months to be able to buy their first home. 20 months, $20,000 down. But here's what happens. They purchase a rent property. That rent property makes them cash flow about $500 a month. They're now saving $1,500 a month. So before it took them 20 months to save up $20,000, now it only takes them 14 months. So, a little over a year later, they buy their second house. And this one makes them $500 a month. Now they have $2,000 a month to save. Now it only takes them 10 months to save up for the third house. When they buy the third house, they have $2,500 a month to save. It only takes them eight months to buy the next one. 
then seven months, then six months, then five months, four months, three months, two months. Every two months, they're buying a house. And what that looks like over a 10-year period, at the end of 10 years, you're going to have, this is crazy, $12,000 a month in second stream of income and $1.8 million equity. Now, what I want you to think about is this. The last 10 years of your life went by, and as we all know, pretty quickly, right? What did you do the last 10 years that has produced you $12,000 a month in income and $1.86 million worth of equity? The 10 years went by. What did you do? Sadly, for most people, the answer is, I actually did nothing. You saved in a 401k, you saved in an IRA, what do you have to show for it? Little more than nothing, right? Keep your doggone money. Now, let's address one issue that I kind of said was okay. It's the match. Say, don't put any more money into your 401k than they are willing to match because that's a 100% rate of return. I want you to look at these deals, these um, 22 houses. I think it's, yeah, 22 houses. Is that right? Yeah, 22 houses at the end of the 10 years. Each one of those houses, you picked up $30,000 equity. They were worth two hundred. dollars and your all-in price was 170 So you picked up $30,000 equity. You put down 20000 and picked up 30000 Does everyone understand that's a 150% rate of return? It's better than your company match on your 401. Your company match is a 100% rate of return. Buying a piece of real estate gives you a 150% rate of return. I hope you can do the math when I ask this question. Which is the better deal? Buying the house. And does that 401 produce cash flow for you? It does not. Notice that this, these houses are producing cash flow for you from the day you buy the first one. Cash flow that you can spend romancing your wife, cash flow you can spend going on a cruise, cash flow you can spend to pay bills, pay the car note, pay the house note, whatever. If your money's in an IRA or 401k, you're not getting any cash flow. And you're missing out on the best years of your life. I got news for you. The golden years suck. 
Getting old sucks. Nobody wants to talk about it. People get offended when I say it. It sucks. And if you don't admit that, or you say, no, you're being negative, Steve. Really? Then why do you die at the end if it's not getting worse every day? It's getting worse every day. And these sleazeballs who tell you to put your money in IRAs and 401ks and wait till you're 65, 70 to use that money, they don't have the guts to tell you that when you're old, it sucks. Lower cognitive skills, lower energy levels, lower sex drive. I could go on and on and on. Getting old, they're telling you to stop living in your great years, one through 50, to put off, don't worry about it. When you retire, you'll have time to ride those motorcycles, ride those ATVs, go on the, wait a second. You're not going to be riding motorcycles and ATVs. (laughs) It sucks. Live with passion now. Buy income-producing assets that produce cash flow for you now while you're young, while you're vibrant, while you can enjoy it to the max. And I'm not saying I don't enjoy being 57. I'm happy to be alive, but I'll give you my Ferrari, my boat, my beach house, every dime I've got if you give me my body back from 25. You give me my 25-year-old body back, you can have everything. Just drop me off under a bridge downtown. I'll be a millionaire again in a couple years, but I give you everything. Stop putting off living. Build cash flow now. The quality of lifestyle, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, of having an extra $12,000 a month coming in is devastating. If your bills are $6,000 a month and you're bringing in $12,000 a month, and your job is bringing in another seven or eight. Imagine that quality of lifestyle. Imagine knowing that if your boss gives you a bunch of crap, you can just walk. Your bills are paid. How many of you are going to work because you need the money? How many of you took high paying jobs with good benefits Jobs that you hate. I know the sales pitch. The sales pitch is, if they're paying you a lot of money, you'll be happy even if the job sucks. Does that work? Doesn't, does it? No, a suck job is a suck job. 500 grand a year, job still sucks. 500 grand a year, the people you work with are a bunch of scumbags. The company mission is not principally centered. You're still not going to be happy. And all I'm talking about is the monopoly game. You guys knew this. 
you say, well, I wish somebody told me. Did you ever play Monopoly? Somebody did tell you. How do you win at Monopoly? By income producing assets. Would you ever win the game if you didn't buy income producing assets? No. Never. It's the same in life. If you're not buying income producing assets, you are failing financially. You're failing financially. If you're in the stock market and mutual funds at 7.5%, I know some of you are saying you're losing money right now in the stock market. That doesn't matter. Stay calm because it's going to turn around and go back up. And the average is going to be 7.5%. Here's the problem. 7.5% rate of return will never retire you and you will never be rich. Not going to happen. You need things like you need things like this. Do you realize the cash on cash rate of return on these deals? $500 a month times 12 is $6,000 a year. That's a 30% rate of return. That is approximately f- close to five times what you're making in the stock market. One little single family house. All right, we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we've been talking about what you should do with your money if you're not really struggling, but you're just, you're not able to save, you know, five, six thousand dollars a month, but you can save a thousand and you're starting with nothing. If you're starting with nothing and you can save a thousand dollars a month in 10 years, you can have $12,000 a month passive income. And I made a mistake earlier. I kept saying $1.86 million. I was wrong. It's $2.86 million in equity. And again, you've got to ask yourself this question. The last 10 years went by, right? Quickly. The next 10 years are going to go by even faster. They get faster as you get older. What did you do in the last 10 years that produced you $12,000 a month in passive income and almost $3 million worth of equity? Nothing? Then here's the vicious question. What are you going to do the next 10 years? Nothing? Or are you going to take action? I suggest you you take action because the next 10 years are going to go by. 
And as I keep mentioning very quickly, it will be 2032 in the blink of an eye. Are you going to have $12,000 a month in passive income at that time? Or are you going to do nothing between now and then except work a job? All right, any questions on these numbers, um, give me a call, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or feel free to email me, a few of you already have, it's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. And you can ask me anything. It doesn't have to be specifically on this snowball effect. I just wanted to make sure that everybody gets the point, gets, understands that the more real estate you own, the easier it is to buy more real estate. Contrary to people's fear that the more real estate, it must get harder as you go along. The other thing you've got to understand is this model that I just gave you, the 10-year model sticking with single family, is even better than what I described. Because at about, let's see, 10, at about 10 houses, and that would be the sixth or seventh year, I believe, around the sixth or seventh year, you're going to have close to a million dollars in equity. Instead of continuing with single family purchases, it would be wise to sell those properties and put a million dollars down on an apartment complex. Buy yourself a $4 million apartment complex, 40 or 50 units, maybe if you get lucky, 70 units. And you can leapfrog to that 10-year point where you're making $12,000 a month, but it's now all in one place, it's managed by somebody else, it's a sweet deal, and that is that is the correct thing to do. But I want to, I shouldn't say correct, it's the most effective thing to do, um, but you don't have to. I do know some people who have done very, very well, who have stayed in single family their entire life, and there's nothing wrong with that, it, but it will go faster if you have the wisdom and the courage to switch to apartments as soon as you've got 500 grand or more saved up. Now, you could go passive, but I'm going to leave that out of today's discussion. Out of today's discussion. Let's just look at active investing. Okay, first question, how many hours a month? Is this, Am I reading this right? How many hours a month to do... You know, what I think, I'm going to leave this person anonymous. What I think you're asking is how many hours a month would it take to accumulate these houses? I think that's the word you're looking for. It would take you, well, remember, most months you're just saving. So let me answer this question, kind of reverse order. Let me get your second question, which is how many hours a month would it take to run 22 rent houses, that would take about six hours a month. 
Now, how many of you would work six hours a month for $12,000 a month in passive income? That's about $2,000 an hour. Any of you willing to take a job at $2,000 an hour? Yeah, I think most people would. So let's go back to acquiring it. That's going to take more time, but only on certain months. Like, remember, if you've only got 1000 you can save each month. The first 20, 19 months, you're doing nothing, so zero. But that last month, you may spend 20 hours between closing, between locating, negotiating, inspecting, all the stuff that it takes to get the house prepared for rental. That might be 10 or 15 hours. But again, when you divide that across 20 months, that's not even an hour a month. The second house you buy in 14 months, again, we'll say 15 hours in that 14th month. That's now 30 hours in 34 months. You're still under an hour a month. So while the months that you buy a house, you actually accumulate the house, that can be, let's go high, let's say 20 hours. Say you're one of those micromanagers and you go to the house every day while it's being rehabbed, which you should not do, by the way, but you do. So it takes you 20 hours that month. So you're talking about over 120 months, 22 houses. Yeah, it's there's just no way to average it because it doesn't make sense to average it. Bottom line is, on the months where you're acquiring a property, it'll take you about five hours a week. Five hours a week. If you're willing to work an extra five hours a week to accumulate $3 million in equity and $12,000 a month in passive income, you can do what I'm talking about doing. And this is happening every day all across the United States People are doing this all the time. This is a very simple model, very popular, very easy to run. Now, it does require some education. It does require knowing the best practices and knowing the complete business model before you start. Watch out for laziness, arrogance, and greed. You're too lazy to take a class. You're too arrogant to think you need one and too greedy to pay for it. Lag will destroy you. Make sure you take a course on real estate investing like ours before you ever buy your first rent property. Okay, phone lines are open 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Next question is, what is a bridge or hard money loan? Uh, AC... A bridge or hard money loan, which is really two words for the same thing, is a loan that gives you the money to purchase the property and to rehab it all in one loan. So when you buy the house, you have to rehab it up front to do what we're doing effectively. So these banks will give you the money to purchase the house and to rehab it all in one loan. It's a sweet deal. It's the greatest thing in the world. 
when it came out, I was like, this is awesome because they used to only have it for commercial property. When they started doing this for single family houses, it changed the playing field completely where we were putting out $40,000 to buy one rent house. We're now only putting out $20,000 to buy one rent house. And really, it was worse than that. It was like $67,000, I think. Yeah, $67,000 out of pocket per house. Then the hard money loan came, and that same deal dropped to $20,000 out of pocket. So our cash on cash rate of return went up. The number of homes we could buy went up. The speed went up. The speed and ability to purchase quickly because I've, I've literally closed a, a bridge loan in five days. I remember standing in this gutted house, little baby possums running around. It was like a forest inside this house. Um, I said, how fast can you close? He goes, what? I, it was Monday. He goes, I can close by Friday. Boom. Got that house. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Please stop contributing to those IRAs and 401ks. Keep your money and go buy income-producing assets. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.